1: Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. It's
2: Thursday sports fans, once again that means it's Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets joined live in studio to my right, very special guest.
3: Hi I'm Liz Collin, great to be here you guys. Andy Rappernard. Mike Gelfand.
1: And me too. And Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Boy. Well, Tommy, you too, no Tom. Tommy. Boy. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to
4: represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own.
1: April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad?
2: No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. j finally beat Dan Resch.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders go to Burnsville
5: or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian Zepp. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. One hundred sixty thousand parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m. and they ship the same day. Plus shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zep's lead and head to denniskirk.com. They ship today.
1: I'm just looking at some of the headlines before you get into. It. This is my favorite headline of the day: Minnetonka food truck co-owner sues two sisters over cult accusations. <laughs> now that's what? a
6: story you have to read. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, I saw that thing and I was mesmerized. <laughs> yeah.
1: I read it. Did you read it?
6: Oh, absolutely. Oh,
2: a yeah. bit of a sad story this morning. Getting up, uh, drinking coffee. I think a former aide of Mario Cuomo got killed. 1 30 in the morning on a highway i believe in maryland so What happened hanging out was with he's with four other people in a lift and they get in an argument with a lift driver who stops in oh, the middle of the oh, road and kicks him out and a guy's a trying way. to avoid rear-ending mm-hmm. the lift driver and flattens the guy
1: oh God. yeah you That'll don't get out work. on the highway no you no don't. no matter what i've never done that it's absolutely 130
2: in the morning i wonder what they were doing
1: <clears throat> so yeah. listen gelfand tell me about this cult you're in now yes you so, mean the uh, the food truck, cult. the food
6: truck, truck food truck. Cult, exactly. <laughs> it's
7: all about I a good
3: headline. That. I'm glad it reeled Tom yeah. in. Oh, it reeled. Yeah. It is all about a good headline. There's no question. So this,
1: this happened when. Uh, I don't know. Well, you want to do car selling? Yeah, let's do that. We'll, we'll get, get to the next one. And then we'll talk right. about the call. Mm-hmm. Liz, then we'll talk about the call. Liz, this
2: exactly. is the, your first time on Car Selling Secrets. Our tradition is we have the guests tell the story of their very first car. Do you remember what it was?
3: I've heard about this tradition, but yes, um, it was a Chevy Cavalier nice and you said i can say shitbox
2: oh sure okay that's a technical that's a technical (laughs) automotive term
3: actually it was it was pretty nice i got i had a shitbox after that but um (laughs) my sister and i are very close in age so we had to share the car so yeah that that was not not the best i uh was not a good driver for several years very good now um so i understand why you know the parents didn't want to invest in anything too nice especially for two you know girl drivers we're a little bit more distracted i feel like than young men when they're they're driving really Boy. i had two brothers they were better drivers uh, i than, don't see how that's, that's my... possible yeah. well, Statistically, <laughs> the young men are the worst drivers yeah statistically they are okay, okay. we were just the bad drivers in our house then but uh yeah it was a chevy cavalier and uh it saw a few accidents we'll just say my, it... my sister at one point ran into a parked fire truck so she sort of took a the, large red yeah thing, you can't escaped you can see it they, just, they just jump out of nowhere that's right yeah but anyway did so it, we got through did it.
2: it make it to college or did it die uh, no that? i went
3: to went to college in florida and i replaced it with another <laughs> shitbox uh <a> chevy cavalier <laughs> what in did you do she so sounds like the, did you? Sounds like
2: the of
8: used car work. manager yeah. at the
2: toyota store <laughs>
8: yeah.
3: so yeah. we
2: have variations of that in the car business there's uh the the Ford Windstar in, is referred to in used car circles as the wind toilet. And in addition to a shitbox, there's the rolling piece of shit, which is just oh, terrible. It's unbelievable. I think have a editing
1: to do today.
6: To me, <laughs> yeah, sorry, the, Andy.
2: No, it's my fault. I'll you know, it is actually.
6: I'm just thinking about how you go home and you say, uh, well, uh, well, mom and dad, I uh, had a little accident. I'm fine, but the Dalmatian is dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I throw one thing in here? Because of course it ties you can. In beautifully. Do you guys watch Afterlife? It's uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh yes, oh, fabulous. My God, is he it's, good? It's amazing. Yo, ben, you can go
2: from it? laughing to crying
1: in yeah. about four minutes.
6: I haven't seen it, but I, I like Ricky Gervais. Oh
1: my God, Mike! The first year is kind of sad, so I, I went. I don't know if I like this or not, and then the humor starts in the second year. Just what you're talking about. Yeah, you've mentioned shitbox so many times. You bring this up. <laughs> so Ricky Gervais works at a newspaper that's going out of business, and he's got this photographer who's the biggest dork. <laughs> you know the guy I'm talking about, right?
2: He shows up and he'll take. One, they'll do an interview and he'll take one picture.
1: <laughs> and he takes one picture, but one of the best lines. Just about what you guys are talking about. They, go, they find out of a guy uh, that has been putting his, well, the post is what they call it in England, the, the US Mail, the post over there. He's been putting his letters in a dog recycling oh. container because it looks like a mailbox, right? You know, they, you, you put the dog poop in there, and, <laughs> but it looks like a mailbox. So they're interviewing the guy, and the guy's just, he's way overweight, he's filthy, his face is filthy, hair's filthy, his clothes are just a mess, right? So they said, well, well you, you, don't put your mail in. Why do you keep putting your mail in? You know, I'm having a huge problem because I pay all my bills on time, and they just never seem to get the money, <laughs> and now they're trying to blame me. Uh, and they said, well, sir, that's, that's not a mailbox. It's, 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 it receives dog, like you bag your dog's poop, and you put it in the, there, and that, they come and collect it. He goes, oh. well," He said, don't you see it says right on there, dog collection. He goes, well, I can't see very well. My my vision's not very well. So I, you know, what are you going to do? And Ricky Gervais says to the guy, well, didn't you notice the horrible odor? And the guy goes, I thought it was me. Wow, <laughs> 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 what a. Gr- so, so then, the you touching
2: part of it yeah. is the, the, you it, 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 Ricky's wife his character oh, dies. Of cancer, and he just misses her terribly, and he's yes. having a really hard time getting beyond it. And he sits around by himself and drinks wine all night, and works for this terrible little local <laughs> newspaper. And just, he True. hates everything and everybody.
1: He does indeed. So, what sounds I should, good.
3: But must must see viewing. You would oh, love it.
1: You would have. <laughs> there there was a thing last, and this is why I I, I adore my wife so much. Andy, your mother is a sweetheart of a person. We're watching the last night, and I want—I don't want to say who it was. This sounds staged, by the way. It's not staged. <laughs> okay. No. Once you settle down, on there, sister. <laughs> okay. But is Catherine uh, listening? I probably Almost not. certainly not. Because <laughs> <Almost certainly laughs> i no. That's a hard no. <laughs> I'm on the show, so she doesn't listen. So, but uh, he loses an, someone else. I won't say who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. But he loses another person in episode five of the second season. And we're watching it, and I look over, and Catherine's crying. Yeah, it was very sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it is that touching though, because he he is so close. I to I can't wife,
2: believe you know. Catherine. I mean, I'm a ball baby. I, I tear up at commercials <laughs> sometimes. It's like
3: oh, I was a at least you admit it. That's good. Yeah. Know, yeah. yeah,
2: My wife is Irish Catholic. She goes, "You crying about?" See that is actually the
3: problem. same in my house, too. You you wouldn't know it, but Bob Kroll, giant crybaby, for real. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, for real. Honestly, I'd I'm know. like, what I are understand. you crying about, dude? Get your act together. Thank you so together. much,
2: Liz. Let me make yeah. a note.
1: <laughs> Bob write is that a down, baby. Down. Wait, oh, wait a minute. That's yeah. different. Write that down. No question about I it. I
2: want to ask Liz a few questions. Is, is...
3: Oh, good. More about my car? No, we'll just okay. move on to your I'd like career. to swear some more. This is very freeing in a microphone. Yeah, really, Most yeah. of
2: you probably know this about her, but I'm sure there are some listeners that don't know who you are. Liz had a long career uh, on TV and WCCO radio, left recently to transition to Alpha News. So my first question is, and this has nothing to do with either CBS or Alpha News or anything else, but I was always curious how much uh, control over content on-air people have.
3: Yeah, we uh, do have have quite a bit. Um, You know, I I saw a lot of change in my fourteen years over there. Um, you know, I was there long enough to kind of have my own sources and sort of my own thing going. I knew who to you know call for information and such. Um, so it takes a few years to kind of gather that all together, no matter where you go in a, a market. Mm-hmm. I moved across the country before I came back home to Minnesota. Um, but I did feel like that changed, um, which is sort partly uh, why I left when I did in January. Um, I felt like we were pushing messaging that I wasn't comfortable with, Um, and frankly, that I felt um, we had information that basically was was going against uh, what we're pushing out there, if that makes sense. And that was when Mm -hmm. it came to policing, when it came to COVID. There was just a lot more to certain stories and certain issues that I felt we weren't covering responsibly anymore.
1: Could I ask you a question? Could I ask a quick question?
2: No, Tom, you can't.
1: I'm <laughs> okay, I think it's show.
2: Everybody's tuning in because me and Mike are here, you, not you. I understand.
1: No, the reason I'm, and this is a question for everybody, actually, or, or a statement for everybody. I used to watch a lot of news because doing a morning show, you need to know what is in the news and what's going on. So I used to watch a lot of it. And I would bounce around from the, you know, the CNNs to Fox to, you know, MSNBC or whatever. And I'd go to all, I can't watch any of them anymore. All of them. If there's money involved, they're lying.
7: Well, I think the most recent statistic I saw it's was disgusting. 11% of Americans greatly trust the news. 11%?
3: That's <laughs> wow. It. It's pretty Shock, it's in double, double digits. And yeah, they're yeah. just
6: ahead of Congress.
2: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> And car salesman. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. the triple, interestingly. I'll, I'll tell you you'll appreciate the story, I think, Liz. Uh, and, uh, during the night of the, uh, the 16 election, my daughter who was, she was born in, she was 12 and a half or so. And kind of interested in politics, which was unusual for somebody that age. And I said, "Let's stay up until ten thirty, and we'll watch the election re- results." But what we're going to do is we're going to flip back and forth between channels. So we watched.
3: It's a smart twelve-year-old. CBS, at
2: the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fox, and PBS, and it was right about the time that the Florida results came in. And she looked at me and said it's like we're watching three totally different shows Oh, it's Mm -hmm. true it's like you're watching different realities fox is like when the twins won the world series in 87 Mm -hmm. and you watch pbs and david l brooks like he just found out he just had cancer it was just (laughs) it was amazing (laughs)
8: this is
2: so i have to tell another story and i told this to mike it's so unusual it's weird for me when i meet people that are on tv the i went in the early days of this podcast don shelby was the co-host and i'd for write, a long time, like everybody actually. else I yeah. yeah. watched time. him for years yeah. and so the first time he's sitting where mike is we're right across the table and he starts talking to me and i'm like oh wait a minute i'm not watching yeah. tv this is, <laughs> this is actually yeah, exactly. a real person
1: <laughs> exactly yeah. so i miss working with don don and i are very good friends and you he about doing yeah, he's doing much better. I, I heard think. he's better. He's doing a lot better and he just
6: Those are questions we used to ask about Don thirty years
7: ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well right? for a different yeah. reason though, Mike. Right. You yeah. Okay, sir. you know,
3: funny story about Don. So Don actually interviewed me on the radio when I was just a kid, when I was ten, and I really? had a neighborhood newspaper. And WCCO Radio actually did a little bit about how this these girls in this neighborhood in Worthington um came together and um you know did did this newspaper for the summer and he asked me what i wanted to do when i got older and i said well you know what eventually i'd really like to have your job and he laughed and then 14 years later i was sitting next to him anchoring my very first newscast on thanksgiving Thanksgiving. and i tried to remind him of this story you know i was so nervous when i started working there around him and he wouldn't make eye contact he was a big deal you know what i mean And then he came up to my. If you don't know, just ask him. (laughs) He came up to my desk. It was like a half an hour. I feel like before the news started. He's like, "Well, Mm -hmm. I'm done. Maybe I should get to know you now. I'm about to anchor the news with you." Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, from from there we forged a friendship. Good guy. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, it was kind of the same thing. I was like this guy's been on TV longer than I've been alive which yep. I really like to remind him when I first started <laughs> yeah he really enjoyed that um, But but, it, yeah. but it,
2: it also gives me an appreciation why you're so free to say words like shitbox because when I met Don <laughs> oh, oh yeah that, God, that's pretty tame compared, to, yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty
3: tame compared to what he said. we started, <laughs> on the
2: podcast, so we started oh, yeah. calling him Don Fu Shelby Don F you Shelby breathing and oh, we won't say that so we don't have to edit it out
1: so I have a question you're welcome Andy and I don't mean to be I'm not su- I'm not good at sucking up, uh, the, the, which is why I get in trouble everywhere I work, because I do not kiss ass. I won't do it. I can't do it. I, even if I tried, I couldn't do it, right? But it is true in my estimation, because I've lived in Chicago and New York and a lot of other places. Minneapolis-St. Paul has the best news anchors I've ever seen. It's and a it's, good news market, yeah. It's not even a competition. Mm-hmm. I remember moving from here to New York in 1980 or 79 or something like that, and I watched the news, and I said, this is horrible. Because everybody on there is like, Don, I don the nails, ladies and gentlemen. they are all got that yeah. disc the jockey face, voice yeah. or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Why is it? I mean, you look back, Dave Moore, Don Shelby. I mean, I'm the not Major's giving Frank. Anyway. Yeah, the Majors brothers. Frankie <laughs> V. I got to be nice to him, even though oh, well, Frank's a great guy. He has, Pat gr- he has
3: great hair, so that Yeah, he great
1: hair. He so great, that He's tall. Yeah. <laughs> but... Phenomenal. Son of a bitch! Yeah. he's got it all, Mike. Yeah, he's got it all. Just hey, hate the Are you the cake you are. Like, Get the hell out of my office. Well,
6: I can wear it for a few more months. That's why I wore yep. it today. I was
3: asking. Oh, okay. I was going to ask too. What's, what's the countdown? How many more days? What December twenty third? There... Yeah, you don't have the date. Like a lot of people have, like the countdown oh, clock I on their
7: desk. I have a friend who yes, has the retirement
2: okay, yeah. clock. Two hundred eighty-seven days and four hours. And yeah, I'm Mike.
3: Done. Mike Binkley, who I worked with at CCO, who oh, had Binkley's that running sure, for hundreds of days. Mm-hmm. So I figured you'd Mine's have that. four
1: and a half months. It's, there's four and a half okay. months left.
6: Is there going to be a going-away party?
1: Uh, this is yes, it
3: right
1: here. <laughs> there is a going-away <laughs> party, but here. nobody in management's invited. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm not kidding. It's not <laughs> you that's going away. It's them that's are you going gonna, away from you. <laughs> are they going
6: to give you a $10 gift certificate oh, to no. Subway like I've, I got?
1: I think I'll I have to give them a $10. Better. Do you know what the president of the company said to me? Because hmm. wow. when I, I was going to leave, I said, you know, well, you guys are really not very generous with the severance area. And he goes well i'm not getting any and i said i don't know if you know this but this is not about you you <laughs> did not like that too much when i pointed out this but it, it, it's just it's a weird bit well first of all radio television newspapers have gotten major problems in about another 3 4 years i don't know for be yeah. sure they anymore. do well right
6: now maybe yeah right now yeah i
1: don't know if do you know it or not but the, the, problem, the
6: future
3: it? is on the internet I'm not yes, sure if you guys have heard The what?
1: What the what?
2: (laughs) We should connect this thing to the internet. See, this is actually we're all
1: therapists for Tom. This is practice.
2: Disguised as it's going right into a cassette recorder. That's right.
1: (laughs) One thing you gotta say about Minneapolis, in Minnesota in general, great TV people, great news people, newspaper people, the radio people. It's a great media market. Why did that happen? I mean, you would think stuck up here in the Great Northwest or whatever. Remember they used to call it the Great. That was probably before you got here. I was going to, great Northwest, that's it's in on the Mississippi I know, I River. never
6: understood that. Is that
1: not the Northwest? What are you talking yeah. about?
6: Well, it would
7: have
1: been in the 1700s yeah. Yeah. No, true. That yeah. whole when
6: St. Tr- Louis was on the edge of civilization.
8: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's
2: <laughs> fake as yeah, that true North stuff they did during the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, We've never referred to ourselves. I know, what I what know. thought the same I thing. I live in the true yeah. North. Yeah. The no, I've true never heard of anyone. Hudson Bay? That
3: didn't catch on. Weird. I was, but, watching yeah. the, I was
2: watching ESPN. And they ES- probably spent a lot of money to with a marketing they company. Sure did. Let's see. Yeah. I was watching ESPN last night. We can't ESPN call it White Personville. That would
1: be bad. You're watching what?
6: ESPN. Yeah. And the anchor was talking about the, the Twins-Milwaukee game and referred uh, to it as the border battle. Mm. Uh, come on. There's only one border um, yeah, battle. That, and uh,
1: yeah, baseball. It ain't, yeah. That's right. That is absolutely right. Well, they're on opposite ends of the state. But, you know, other than that... Yeah, a border battle.
3: Your wife just texted me. What is she doing? She's digging up weeds?
1: Yeah, she's digging up weeds. Why is she texting you? Well, I
3: said, well, I'm going to miss her.
1: Oh, you know? so she's pulling, up, she's weeds, pulling
3: yeah. up weeds.
2: So
1: that, that sounds,
3: sounds kind like, of like an she's insult. I'd
2: rather be digging up weeds I, than of, talking like to you. It's <laughs> she's
3: She'd rather be like yep. washing her hair or something. It kind of feels Steve Martin yeah, said that.
2: I'd rather be with you people than the finest people in the world. <laughs> than the finest people
1: in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did say <laughs> she'd rather be here <laughs> than pulling oh, up weeds. Okay. No, she would. She, I don't know if
7: you saw the dog when she was pulling up weeds. You know, it's more entertaining than this show,
1: I would say. Oh, geez. Or pretty much any other show. Whoa, whoa. You know, I got home last night for some reason. i do not We've had Jude for eight years now. Since he's a little tiny eight puppy. Years. I walk in the front door last night. He starts growling at me. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" He, he does
7: that to me every time I come Why? in the house. His, his
2: dog's not right great. No.
6: Taking the cue
2: that's from the cat. Yeah,
7: that's probably. What it is. <laughs> okay. No, he's just a okay, oh, <laughs> lunatic. We he
6: have is a dog
3: less. that needs his second ACL surgery. You guys hear about oh. that? You know, we have Bob selects the largest lab of the litter because we have to have the biggest dog, which yeah. means it's the most expensive because their joints don't work or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. now he's he's on three. legs. Legs, which I'm like, this dog Aww, is probably puppy. fine with three legs. Like, he's kind of cute. He's kind of, you really have to pay for the surgery again, you know? Mm-hmm. But, How old is he? Yeah. He's four, Sarge. Oh, he's yeah. pretty young then. Yeah, I don't know. The, I puppy. didn't know this was a thing with labs, but yeah. Every, every dog, dog has dog,
7: some yeah. constellation of health issues you for have real. to worry about.
3: But growing up we never fixed dogs no we, did. we didn't either we oh. just got
2: different ones yeah I know. are they just like <laughs> this one's off? defective is that
3: terrible but yeah they just would be replaced well i mean it probably it's is terrible
7: sometimes these surgeries are twenty thirty thousand dollars
3: yeah, this, this thing not is like 4000 or five grand. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So in a thinly veiled attempt to turn this into an ad for Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, <laughs> if you have to,
8: yeah. I, that was, I was okay, doing yeah. re,
2: some recruiting ads nice for them, and I'm looking through all the benefits and stuff, and one was pet insurance. And I started laughing mm-hmm. about it. My wife says, what's so funny? I says, wow, we've got this new program, it's pet insurance. It's and she goes, yeah. you know, that's a big deal to pet owners. You yeah. should Absolutely, probably talk about yes. that. Don't oh, be yeah. stupid. And no, I'm like, for okay, real. honey, thanks. It's working.
3: Yeah. We, we had we had a little Westie growing up, um, you know, this so like Toto but white. Yep. And um, this dog's hair started falling out. And we you know my dad's from Heron Lake, Minnesota. Grew up with like nine brothers and sisters. Dogs, which kind of just come and go. And then you know that was. I didn't know partly you were Catholic.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I am.
3: I am absolutely. So the dog's hair starts falling out, and then the dog kind of just disappears. You oh. know, and Chester has to be put to sleep. Is basically what I was told. And After I got home from school one day, so then I get a Westie when I graduate from college get my one of my first jobs in Wichita Where I'm anchoring and reporting get get a Westie the, the hair starts falling out, and I take it to the vet I'm like this is what happened to my Westie when I was a little girl You know Chester died at the time, oh. and they're like oh this is mange. It's very common yeah, I was gonna say that sounds that's yeah, like mange. it's very common. You just buy the shampoo for like $20 <laughs> And then I have this very awkward conversation with my father mm. like what the hell happened to Chester when I was a kid, and didn't really have much of an answer.
1: We had a dog Chester named Chester. Chester went out to we the did. Field. Chester and Clayton. Chester <laughs> and Clayton, the Irish setters, yep. absolutely, no doubt about. It. Are you going to do a live spot today?
2: I don't think we're doing commercials.
1: Well, thought... if, if this is car selling secrets, then technically, it oh.
2: basically, is it? Well, you tell me. When what When we you
7: segue want to... into the next, like the non-car selling secrets thing, maybe then okay. we can
1: start that off. Yeah, let's commercial. do that like it'll we used to g- but it'll in give reverse me 15
2: minutes to think of something. Let's <laughs> say. Well
1: that's real nice. I can that's really wait. great. Good. Yeah,
7: me too.
2: Oh, well, there's commercials that people love them.
7: Are there any they cars do. left to buy right now? It's that's getting a good better question. actually oh, uh,
2: in some brands. I was actually I, my other job, Liz doesn't know this, but Walzer has spun off a software company that helps dealers sell cars. Eventually we're going to be able to do everything on, a, um, on yeah. a phone and we're getting close but client big auto group out of Detroit. And we just signed up their Chrysler store. They had 500 vehicles on the ground and incoming, which wow. is really good. But in, at our Toyota store, on the other hand, we just had a couple of guys here from Toyota last week. They had two new cars on the ground at our store in Bloomington, and the incoming pipeline of 1,400 pre-sold cars. Mm-hmm. So it's he it's, said some of these it's are three years really out. Really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Three yeah years. So the, three years. The, the, hot, the hottest one is the Rav. Right, yeah. Prime, which is a, an electric hybrid, and they're, it's a a. think he said they're and and not even selling helmet. them anymore. Yeah, they stopped taking orders for yeah. them. It's like, we don't want to keep your money. It's, How much
3: are those going for? Uh,
2: I, I think that they're sh- just shy of 50. I'd well, have to okay. look it up, but, I mean, they are that's uh, the, the hot new thing at Toyota yeah. now. But it is getting better, and demand is slowing down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in a lot of parts of the country, dealers were selling cars, Uh, over list price and some people bought them and other people just sort of held off the used car market is flattening out price-wise a little bit you know oh it couldn't go any
3: higher i mean i know Uh,
2: my wife's car we almost got rid of it but i couldn't find anything to buy Uh, it was worth more than we bought it for five years before
3: what about a 96 Shitbox Chevy Cavalier? How much do you
2: think? Uh, Shitbox is always a shitbox. that okay. market never changes. It's a okay. $500 car. <laughs> It'll be f- worth 510 years. It was worth 510 right. years All
1: ago. All right, gotcha. Andy's going to be here till about midnight. <laughs> Andy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Editing. Well, I mean, I could just not upload this to...
7: Well, it's Car Selling Secrets, so I don't upload it to Frank's Beach anyway. So there you go. Oh, you
1: don't? Okay. Nope. Well, there you go. What's
2: Frank's Beach?
7: Frank's
1: Beach. Ever been uh, there? Frank's Beach. Really speech. nice this time of year. Uh, it's, yeah. Gelfand's best friend, Mike Lindell. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't even say a word. I, you know, I... Figure the mixing of know... Walzer and Mike Lindell, I don't know. It's just better to not. I know... look on your face. I
6: know where right. my pumpernickel is smeared.
1: <laughs> you, you and I understand that nobody else does. We get that whole deal.
7: Why isn't pumpernickel popular anymore? <laughs>
6: Well, Well, we've covered a lot of ground, guys. In my my circles, there's still demand for it. Oh, yeah? I never see anyone eating it anymore. Really? Yeah. So you're supposed to have your corned beef on pumpernickel. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh,
1: God. It's just wonderful.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms TuneIn, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Google. Castbox, spotify ir radio and apple podcasts
1: the paranormal 60 with dave schrader dan chesky's here from dan's southside marine it won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water warmer temps and open water are coming soon tom we have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, premier avalon and manitou with more arriving daily what's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year dan at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as 39.99 with promo code TOM. Do you mind if I bring up something during Carson? Why do you or asking me? Because it's <laughs> <this laughs> your segment. Yes, and you can see what I've got massive wait, control the content. I'll wait another yeah. 20 minutes because I, I want to talk to Mike about gangsters in Minnesota because, you know, Paul Sorvino just died, so we're having all these gangsters on the morning mm-hmm. show talking mm-hmm. about this.
6: And you know my family is connected.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, but oh. we'll, we'll get to that in 20 minutes, because okay. I want to ask you about uh, about the way they comported, uh, comported themselves to children in the neighborhood was totally different. People yeah. don't know that story. Oh, yeah. They do not know the kindness and direction that those gangsters, those mobsters actually brought to the neighborhood. Yeah. People don't know about that. We'll get to it in twenty minutes. Now we're. You gonna better talk take about
2: a note there, Liz, because we'll all forget. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> what do you mean you forget? Yeah, I'm going to
3: take a lot of notes here. We're going to start following an outline. It's we're going to follow an outline of, yeah, now. We we're talking. Of,
1: like, <laughs> now we're talking. We're also and and again, like we, st- we do have to get to the uh, cult status. Of, uh, of, of the your food, truck. trucks. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. food trucks. Of your, pump, your I mean, pumpernickel thought, food trucks. Don't tease that.
2: That's a good one. Let's hear about this. Well, and trucks are yeah.
7: cars,
1: so, you know, it's, yeah. it's related. It's your show. <laughs> Therefore, I just, I'm just i not going to take over your show. It's fine. Do you want me to read part of it? Because yeah. Galfan is fired up to get to this, aren't you?
6: Well, this is a fascinating story.
1: Well, it's, no, I haven't read it yet, so I don't know how fascinating it is. Oh,
6: well, you haven't read it.
1: I just saw the headline. Oh, wow. Wow. The okay. headline was good enough for <laughs> but me.
6: I will warn you. The story takes some uh, twists and turns, No. and it's kind of hard to follow.
1: Is it? Yeah. I All gotta right. look this up. The co-owner of a popular Minnetonka food truck serving up fried chicken throughout the Twin Cities this week sued two sisters for defamation <laughs> after they accused the business of ties to a cult, <laughs> and it lost business. They People yes. shut them down. You can't
6: stop reading at this point. No,
1: no oh, 100%. That's Solaire not. Alara... <clears throat> co-owner of the bad rooster seeks more than 200,000.
2: Solaire Alara. That sounds Soler, like a fake Alera.
1: name. Solaire Well, it sounds S-O-U-L. like a cult name.
7: So.
2: Well, I
8: that was going to say, it's where's the, where's
1: the cult, no, the yeah. rooster. The, the, the actually, what rooster?
6: It's a sun-worshipping cult, Solaire. In, in the case of one of the uh, characters in the story, it is a fake name.
1: Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, he, I see. I didn't yeah. know that. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I yeah. haven't read the story. Yeah, there First is just a the mm. Alare, a co-owner of Bad Rooster, seeks more than $200,000 in damages for the claims made this month on Facebook by Angela Marie Hummelgaard of Cottage Grove and Kelly Ring Abdi, or Abedi, I guess it would be, in Risertown, Maryland. The lawsuit claims the sisters also called the breweries and other establishments, which then canceled plans to... Uh, to host the food truck. Apparently they're firing the food truck because of this. Bad Rooster opened 2019, has more than 5,000 followers on Facebook, where Abdi, or Abedi uh, posted the occult claims, which were followed by others echoing the accusations in the business reviews, online comments. Alare <laughs> is the spiritual director and leader, uh, leading a minister of Living Faith Spiritual Community, a nonprofit organization founded in 2003 in Minnetonka that partnered with Bad Rooster in 2020 to collect donations. Alare founded the Soulful Journey in 2005 and a wellness center at Minnetonka addressed shared with the living faith. In addition, she hosts a spirituality podcast and has more than 100,000 Facebook followers. So, so far, this is just about what?
2: Does anybody other than me think no. that this story needs an editor? No, yeah.
1: it well, does need them. an editor. This, you're right. this is
6: like the nightmare of your SAT test. That's right. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, Tom, do you know how long
3: this story is? is? So you got a lot more reading oh, to I'm do. Oh, I'm not going to but... read anymore. But
1: this is because these guys are right. Why don't you edit this? Thing? Because
3: all of a sudden we're all now, in
1: this cult. Look at this. We fell for it. <laughs> well,
3: you yeah. know,
6: you know why. You know why no one edited it. Why? Because there's no editors that's right. anymore. Yeah.
2: Well, that's a good point. There are no true. editors. Speaking of which, true. you guys are running a commercial on The Morning Show that's voiced by, I don't know, it's just a talent. It says headquarters. It's not headquarters. That's not a word. It drives me insane. And think that some producer said, okay, look, we've got a tape there. Let's print
1: You don't that. like headquarters?
2: Headquarters is fine. Headquarters quarter? C-O-R-D. You've heard people say that. Oh, no. oh. Have,
1: do you have a quarter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. understand what you're saying.
2: And I don't remember what the product is, so it's a Take terrible it ad editor. anyway.
7: It, maybe them. it's a cord that you wrap around your head.
2: That is. It's a head quarter. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> head.
6: This, this is is one directly those, to the forehead. This is one of those stories where the more you read, the less you understand. I agree with you. It's I like,
3: went to the bottom. I'm like, I got nothing.
2: Story by Dostoevsky.
7: Well, sometimes you read news stories, and they're so strangely written yeah Uh, and it often turns out that these have been harvested from other news sites rearranged by an AI So they're not plagiarizing, yeah. Yeah.
6: But not in this case. This is just no. I think this is just poorly written. But (laughs) sometimes,
7: if you read a news story that just sounds extremely bizarre and you can't put your finger on it, that actually happens quite a bit. It's not usually like you know, CNN's not going to be doing that, but it's it's like you know, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh random they probably are doing
6: it. See this, this, Tom, this is the real scourge of journalism. You like to talk about bias. There's no bias in here. It's just incompetence. It's just bad. It's incompetence. You're yeah. absolutely right. And that right. really is, we should have know, a, a, I don't know if that's the, the cause or the effect in the case of journalism because so many yeah. other things have, you know, worked together to destroy it.
1: I did just read something though and now I know what caused this. I don't know anything about their religion or I'm not, a, you know, I grew Living up Catholic, faith, but I'm not we have a very, website I'm not a religious guy or anything. I don't have anything against religion. I don't follow a religion it, all works for me. You're
2: but the makes you biggest happy. closet Christian I've ever met. <laughs>
1: closet Christian? You,
2: remember, you are. I, remember, Lenny, I would agree with that. Yep, thank you. Liz. I love Lenny <laughs> yeah. Bruce so much. Lenny
6: Don't Bruce. tell anybody. Lenny Bruce said, everyday people are leaving the church and going back to God.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yep. I loved Lenny Bruce. nice no, great. Didn't live very long. But here's the last line in the story. Mm. In 2021, Bad Rooster was voted the best food truck in a Star Tribune Reader's Choice Award. Yep,
3: <laughs> <laughs> which is not affiliated with the newsroom.
1: Yes, which is not affiliated with the newsroom. <laughs> it does okay. say that right there. Yeah. Which is not affiliated with the newsroom. So what's, uh, what do they say? Because I'm not reading this whole damn yeah. story. It's way too long. So is this a is this a Christian thing?
3: I think it's something that they they posted online and they got mad because it was shared 250. Times and they say it. Well, Living yeah, Faith Respected.
7: site uh, it says they're about faith, not religion. So it's not Christian. It's about non-denominational oh, it's faith. Non-denominational. The only reason
1: I bring that up is because now apparently there's some somebody's going after the Christians in America, white Christian nationalists. They are all now. Oh, well,
6: that's a big deal now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a huge yeah. deal now. Yeah. So
1: what's that all about? Because I don't I don't pay attention to that stuff.
6: It's about people who think that the uh, the Bible and not the Constitution. Should be what we all obey, which gets you into a little trouble right there. But it's in
1: every country in the world.
6: Well, it's well, yeah, to some extent, right? Sure, it is. I mean, absolutely. There are certain countries where there, it's it's not a big deal. Like no, Scandinavian I agree. countries, right. You don't have this. But this this is basically about people who have who have every advantage, but also have all the grievances. And they want to go back to a
1: time that never existed. So we now are all following that because people have very few grievances now, but they all think they have tons of them.
3: Oh, it's so divisive. There's, it's yeah, everybody it's has so many problems. horribly divisive, yeah.
1: Yeah. which is unfortunate. Look, I grew up in Catholic. Again, when I was in second grade, the second grade where you go on to go to confession and communion and all that stuff. So is that second yeah. or third? Second yeah. grade? Right? It's, right.
2: it's later now, but when you were younger, it was second grade, grade.
1: I got in a lot of trouble because I can't shut up, as you know. <laughs> no. I'm shocked. I'm so totally no, blown away. To but you yeah.
6: turned it into uh, a career.
1: Yeah, that's right. I don't shut up, so I got in the radio. Who knew
6: when we were diagnosed with ADHD? <laughs> I,
1: I got I great news, Some Mom. Benefits. I've got ADHD. <laughs> but... We're sitting in class, and Andy's heard the story a number of times. Sorry, Andy. But I'm sitting there, and the priest comes in, and he's teaching us how to go to confession, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there listening to him. He said, you have to understand. Now, this is in front of a full classroom, and there's a couple of nuns in there, and the priest is in there. <clears throat> and I can't shut up, which I I think I, that that is the day I realized I was going to be in a lot of trouble the rest of my life. The priest said, you have to understand one thing, that when you come into the confessional, if i'm the priest that's in there you have to understand you're not talking to me i'm a conduit to god and i said out loud no you're not, <laughs> oh, whoa, that did not whoa, speaking whoa. truth to power that did uh, not go over you were
3: in the confessional for three and a half hours <laughs> three and a half hours yeah. the
1: next time you're praying 17 rosaries <laughs> you, i thought the two nuns were going to pass out <laughs> this little this little dink sitting in the corner going, ah, eh, shut up over there.
6: <laughs> so did you ever get your hand slapped by a ruler while it was oh, sitting on top of a radiator?
1: Sister Conchita. Yeah? Absolutely, Sister Conchita. She would. Matter of fact, I have the honor of having the very first black nun teach me in uh, the state of Minnesota. Really? Sister Conchita was a black woman.
6: That must account for your large amount of soul.
1: It's exactly yeah. what well, she passed along <laughs> to me. She, she gave me my first you know, James Brown record. and. <laughs> You racist. I'm sorry. You're a horrible... I don't know came over. You know,
3: my, my <laughs> son just completed he, his first communion. Uh, he's going into fourth grade okay. now, but he did this recently, and he was so nervous about his first confession, and I'm like, you know, it's got to be between you and the, the, the priest and God. I can't tell you what to say, but I can hardly wait to hear how this is going to turn out, you know what I mean, as, as a mom. So he gets done, and he seems very relieved, and I said, you know, you don't have to tell me, but what did you, what did you say? And he said, well... I asked for forgiveness for that one kid that I checked during Mite's one.
1: This <laughs> hockey, season. A little hockey
2: deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, didn't hit well, him hard well, enough. Yeah, well, I, I think
3: he did check him from the back, and I don't think he. I think he knew oh, what he, he was do doing. That, yeah. Was you know not he was. But he obviously felt guilty enough to bring it up during his first confession. <laughs> so. So that was that. that. There
6: goes that career.
1: (laughs) See, now I can segue into what you and I were talking about before the show, because I grew up in a neighborhood in North Minneapolis, which was the white people were almost all Catholic, um, black people, and Jews. It went Catholic, black Jews along Plymouth Avenue. Right. And we were talking this morning because of Paul Servino. We were talking to a bunch of different, different people about that. I said, you know, looking back, I have to tell you, that the mobsters, and I knew they were mobsters by the time I was eight, nine years old. The, 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 organized crime in Minnesota was Jewish. It was not
6: Italian. Ah, the good old days. Ah, the good
1: old days when the Jews <laughs> Oh, Where well, exactly. there was a loaf of pumpernickel on every corner. <laughs> yes. But I've yeah. told the story many times. A, a man lighting a cigar in front of Desnick Brothers, looking down east on Plymouth Avenue, and these kids were running out in front of cars, and she's acting. And the guy looks down at me and goes, "Kid." Don't ever act like a schmuck like that. And that was the first time that I paid attention. Those guys, even though they were mobsters and some of them killed people, there's no question oh, about yeah. that. They did. A kid Can lived about three blocks from where I'm talking about. But they... Watched over the children in the neighborhood. Doesn't matter if they were Jews, Catholics, Blacks. They wa- they did watch over the children, mm-hmm. and I will never forget that as long as I live. They they taught me many many things because my dad wasn't around, mm. so they took his position and said, "Now this is what you should do, Tom. Don't do that. Do this over here." I don't think people realize it. Now, I'm not trying to say that mobsters are wonderful people. That's not what no, I'm saying. No, they're really not. Uh, not really. Once
6: we get past all the charming anecdotes.
1: But what would I, where would I have learned that if they hadn't done it?
6: Yeah. Well, here's the thing about, uh, and I only know from anecdotal observation, but as you know, I, there were mobsters, and I had cousins who In were In your mobsters. family, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. and, and the thing I can tell you is that they, they did tend to be very nice to children, unless they were their own.
1: That's true. That's yes. a very, ah, very good, good point. point. That's a really mm. good point. I'm going to change your name to Kid Can't. What do you kid think? And a kid can, and a kid can't.
6: Ferguson, as as uh, our buddy Sid Hartman used to call him. Yeah, they, Ferguson. Yeah. Or just Fergie. Fergie. And you know what the derivation of that was? Yeah. yeah.
1: You should tell Forget- everyone.
6: Forgetful. Well, Ferguson. Yeah. Which means forgetful
1: forgetful.
6: So, uh, in other words, I think it's because Kid Can used to forget how many people he killed.
1: Uh, Probably. (laughs) But he was not a fighter. That's the one thing about Kid Can that people don't understand. That if a fight broke out, he would run for the closet. No. No, it's not a fight. And he
6: didn't believe in duels either. <laughs> no,
1: he did not. <laughs> it went out in the 19th century, didn't it? Dueling? dueling? Well, he, he, just means, he just means. We should only bring that back, maybe. Ahead. Yeah, dueling? Really not a, yeah. I would like that. Well, you know? we kind
6: of have a form of it, a metaphorical <laughs> form of it now in our and Facebook? Politi- in a, well, our politics oh, in general. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Are they going it is a gunfight. Yeah. You're right.
2: Yeah. It's not as yeah. good as it was in the 19th century no. when they used to have fist fights on the Senate floor. Oh, God. God, that yeah. would have been great. They Ooh, still no. do
7: that in several countries, like yeah. Greece and Italy. Right? Oh sure. yeah, they'll go after each other. Every once in a while, in
2: Japan, a fight breaks out in the what's the name of the Japanese. The Diet. legislature. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know why it's called The Diet, but
6: it
1: is. The
6: The main thing politicians fight over now is who gets to fillet the lobbyist first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's very true, by the way. That's that's why I can't take it anymore. I I, I don't care if it's left, right, Republican, Democrat. I can't take it anymore. It's money, 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 and that's all that matters to these people. Hmm? I mean, it's disgusting. Hmm? Look, I like Joe Manchin. Mm -hmm. But it was so obvious what he did. Are those your glasses, by the way? No. Everybody thinks those are your yeah, glasses. A
7: pair of very strong
1: reading glasses. You know, I have glasses. a lot of questions about a lot of the
3: from. things on this table. I just think it's a very interesting yeah,
7: do you mix.
1: You want some yeah. quite good. The,
3: the nuts are right next to the nail salon over here. That I'm Oh, that's with, Alex. That, I'm that, Alex. that
1: would be Alex. <laughs> the nail salon, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, see, you,
2: you are in the girl area. Yeah, know, so you know. there's a lot
3: of lotions and I creams.
2: No if you want
7: those, they're yours. They've been here for like three years. Oh, weeks. they look great on you. And if you want to play a little blackjack and slide on
2: deal a couple of
1: hands. You
3: know, maybe I want that lice also spray yeah, Pass that it. down oh sure they're over it. to the nail salon
1: getcha <laughs> yeah alex's really? nail salon down there she's she's a mm-hmm. piece of work there's no doubt about that but <laughs>
3: well look at this your cuticles yeah cuticle clipper right yeah. there's really oh, there really is oh, she's got it here. all done yeah you know? oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that.
0: If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in. Pocket Casts. or Amazon Music. Audible. Podcast Addict. Podchaser, Google Podcasts.
1: So anything about cars, you got five more minutes car-selling secrets, and then I'm going to go after you. <laughs> Better <laughs> hurry. Why wait? Why wait? <laughs> it's,
2: it's never held you back.
1: No, I'm just, you know, we're just kind of looking through the news because, honestly, I just... You know what I really hate now? And, Liz, you've spent a lot of time on TV since
2: French people.
1: Yes. <laughs> I was just I hate the French. But Thank I you. love I was, their French. Yeah, I'm
3: waiting to hear where we're going.
1: Mm-hmm. Why is it that nobody on a dais now and I don't care what channel it's on, I don't care if it's CNN, Fox, MSNBC, not so much the local news, people will not stop talking over one another. Why is the why do directors floor directors allow that now? I don't get it. They
2: listen to cars selling secrets and they t- picked it up from there.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> picked it up from here. <laughs> exactly.
3: I you know, I I'm not I think a lot of it is they're just filling they're filling time, you know. We're we're talking television is now twenty four seven and yeah. so whoever can, you know, have the last word sometimes they think that makes better T V. They like they like conflict.
1: Well, I, no. but it's just so annoying. It's like, would you let the person finish? I'm much their too
3: too nice for that.
1: Oh, yeah. you're too nice. Yeah, that's okay. Well, yeah, I, that's what I nice. hear. But
3: actually, I have a lot to say, Tom. All of a sudden, now that you're talking, so I think I'll just continue talking. See, there oh, you yeah. go. That be. I, it's going to be my new thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your TV okay. personality. I'm over it now. There's a there's a uh, young woman who's never been in reporting before. They're Are building they bowling something bowling up, up there. Upstairs. I was there's wondering a, what is go- going on. They're building something up there again. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But uh, there's a new young they woman. They built on the
2: pyramids I, faster than they've remodeled this building. <laughs> I know. I, believe me, I do I, I think that's,
6: that. the, that's the floggers are us. The floggers are us is up, up there. there. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a possibility. But, yeah, I just, I remember back when people just used to talk, and then you had your turn, and then I had my turn again. But we, they don't do that anymore. That doesn't happen anymore. And on a TV set, it's really uncomfortable for me because I, again, I grew up around so many good news people from the time, like I, going all the way back to Dave Moore, Bud Crailing. You go down a list of people,
6: right? Ah, those were the days.
1: Are Courtney.
7: you talking about like when they have a guest on and the host gets all mad at the guest and starts interrupting them and talking <laughs> over them that so they can't That happens a talk. lot too. That happens <laughs> uh-huh. all the time and it's mm-hmm. really annoying.
1: And I'll do. I'll, I'll be the person that I'm talking about, and then you just say anything. I say, what, what are you going to do later on today? Well, or just play music. Oh, oh Joey Munner's oh. calling me. <laughs> Hold on,
3: wait a minute. You can have your phone on. This is the power that he has. He no, can.
1: I cannot. My phone's never turned what
3: on. The is
2: He's kind that? of new to radio. No, <laughs> he hasn't God. learned all the insider that stuff. Somebody
1: used my phone because I he never have my is ringer so on? It's so
3: close to retirement, never. just mailing it in, right. in at this point. And, you, oh, know, God, <laughs> you know,
2: mailing so it in. You Bernard broadcasting from my bathroom.
1: <laughs> S-
6: speaking of news and anchors, yes. When I moved to Chicago in, like, 1972, 73, I, I found the news there to be the most exciting and and basically entertaining thing I'd ever seen on television.
1: No. Chicago's market was Chicago's good. Chicago market was market great. Was it, was great. great. Mm-hmm. it was, yes. And
6: they'd, they'd you know, they'd, uh, so they—, they
3: WGN uh, hasn't changed anything since.
6: No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Seems to work. But, you know, it was the, the, the co anchors were Walter Jacobson. Do you remember Walter mm-hmm. Jacobson? Yeah, I do, yeah. Fantastic. And he was, his co anchor was a guy with a really deep voice. I can't remember his name, but he was a national celebrity. Mm-hmm. So they'd start out the anchor, the main anchor guy would be okay. talking, and then you'd hear a phone ring. And and then the anchor would say, Well, Walter, you have a phone call. And Walter <laughs> would pick it up, he'd say hello, and then he'd look over at the anchor guy and say, It's the mayor. <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic.
3: See, I love that. getting, Were they wonderful. smoking cigarettes back then, too, on, yeah. on set? Oh, you that would was, see the smoke yeah. come up. Yeah. Frank,
1: uh, God, what was his name? He's the sports guy. Every time you watch sports, smoke is just filling yeah. up yeah. from underneath the yeah. You know, I have to say <laughs> yeah. that I,
2: I really wanted Frank Butel.
1: Frank Butel, but, 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 yes. Yeah.
2: Johnny Carson it, influenced my smoking when I was a young kid because oh, yeah, he yeah. would. No, oh yeah it just look cool a cigarette yeah. and then it would just sort of come out for like five minutes oh I'm, yeah god i want to be able to do
1: that you used to occasionally that with dave in the early <laughs> but i can't dave figure more, it out yeah. Yeah. yeah yep absolutely
3: yeah actually we had a meteorologist at cco uh who shall remain nameless but they tried to vape in the uh studio oh, for a I while know. before somebody had to crack down on them but i think they they were like well people used to smoke so, why should probably They're be able to vape? They are vaping
1: in the studio. Va- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's like no, there's no secondhand, so. Yeah. But still, but was it legal? It was vaping? Bizarre. Were they actually? I mean, you know, I'm not going to answer these questions.
2: Mm, you know, just. To- no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Barry
2: Zavan was a big pothead.
1: Barry <laughs> Zavan. <laughs> he died, didn't he? Did he? Did somebody, he? Somebody told me he died. Yeah. Hmm. A very very high of you in the Z-E-V-A-N. Zevan. Yeah, I think yeah, you're
3: right. I think yeah. I heard I, he was that the he first rock star he died meteorologist. Two
1: years ago. Yeah, yeah. At
7: 82. Yep.
3: Nice guy.
2: He really yeah. changed the way uh, TV. Weather news was presented. It was uh, yep. pretty, mean, pretty wearing fascinating. He'd wear a sport coat, swim trunks. Well, I mean, like... he'd tell jokes and he'd just draw he on the yeah, map, he and he was just—it yeah. was super entertaining. Brett, as not, not always
6: to... so entertaining off the air, but
1: uh, no, that's very uh, true.
6: Barry called me up one day. He was uh, working. Oh, I just thought he was nice. He was nice to me. Oh, you, know, know, he, you he, guys. he could yeah. be nice, and he.
3: You know, he's, but he what what he did
6: had, he call? What did he call in Sadia? He wasn't always in, entirely, I think, happy with his, what he was doing. but he was doing pr work for a casino right yes and and so he called me up after the show uh after the show one day and he said uh he said uh yeah i heard about that uh, that shitty thing you said about us (laughs) i said what are you talking about he said i heard about that you know you um, you you really stuck it to us and and you know that really pisses me off i said what are you talking about and he said, oh, "I heard about it." I said, "So you actually don't know?" <laughs> he said, do you don't know, know. Said, yes. because it never happened, right? <laughs> yeah. And that was basically the extent of the colloquy.
1: Well, he got mad at me. Man, because can you hold a grudge? What was that?
2: Forty years ago? <laughs> no,
6: it's thirty-seven.
2: Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> it was only so 30 you got three
2: seven. years. Statute of limitations. You yeah. got
7: three more years. You're Here's right, a good example of why the news needs editors. This is on Carol Evan, the Barry Zavan died story. It's not technically a mistake, but I think you'll uh, understand why I think it's a little off. Barry Zavan passed away at 6.30 p.m. January 1st, 2020, at the age of 82. He had an infectious, vivacious spirit.
1: Infectious when somebody died? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I I was expecting
7: he had an infectious uh, (laughs) disease,
1: disease. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah, you don't
7: follow he died with yeah, the sep- word infectious. Separate that
6: yeah.
0: sentence.
6: Yes. He was a national celebrity for a few months. He was, that? yeah. He was the peekaboo weatherman.
1: Yeah, he was the peekaboo because he would always do the He yes. always peek in. Which and, you probably can't
3: say nowadays, the peekaboo weatherman. No, I don't but
1: think can say it. would be no, different
3: now. No,
6: yeah. and it didn't really go over well in Washington, did it?
1: no that no wasn't that not. where he went yeah he went yeah to Washington, yeah and DC, then he came back
6: a lot of us go and come back though you can't hold that against a guy
1: yeah. Yeah, I, well I, we lived in new york when i got the call that and andy was going to be born so i took the job at kq yeah that's that's i didn't see raising andy at 20th street and second avenue it was not a good <laughs>
6: andy
3: think of how your life would be right now
1: yeah i grew up on a new farm with horses
3: and corn
7: Rather than downtown New York, a little different, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I
2: have a friend from college raised a family in Roosevelt Island, and they all came out. Rock Roosevelt
1: stars. Island's a little different, though. When well, you live on Roosevelt Island, you're not a prisoner. You got some dough, baby.
2: I well, uh, had a small three-bedroom apartment. It wasn't anything. Oh, so really? I mean, yeah,
1: because most people live in because Ro- they had to take that trolley over. Yeah, there. Not trolley, but really called tram. You can
2: get the. You can get take the train now, I think, to
1: get there. Yeah, you can yeah. now take the train, but you used to, you have to go in those little cars over the. On the cable, the cable cars, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I lived
3: on the East Coast just for a couple of years, and I just knew that I've just got to be a Midwestern person. God, it's you know, so it's just weird not my I'm
1: thing. I'm the exact opposite. I got along much better with people in New York than I do here.
2: You know where you stand with wise, New Yorker. Yeah,
1: yeah. What's that?
2: You know where you stand with the New Yorker. Well, yeah, and I, I always
1: yeah. like that. Just, Just wonder if this thing.
2: person liked me. Well, he, this person thinks I'm a total asshole.
1: One thing about Minnesota I've never because in my neighborhood it wasn't like that, because, again, yeah, Mike, you know, we, we were like that. But it, once you get into the outer areas, that backstabbing and talking behind people's back. See, people didn't do that in my neighborhood. They come up to you and go, you know, yeah. you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I got used to that. Because
3: like so, it, it happened a lot. It, that's what you're implying. All the okay, time.
1: Seem, seem to be saying. <laughs>
6: well, it's, it's a
1: good way of
6: dealing with anger. Yeah, just to get it out. Yeah, it's a lot better than I just agree. stuffing it. No,
1: yeah. I, I agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it when people stuff their anger. And, but, I mean, it's the, the lying that goes on with that whole passive-aggressive crap.
3: It was more traffic and um you know everybody living on top of each other yeah, that I wasn't could a not do. yeah, yeah. No, I understand that yeah yeah I do understand yeah that. well I you know I Food's spent a year and a half in Chicago yeah when, when I was 20, 22
6: 23 and that was enough for me I mean I liked a lot oh about did you really I liked a lot about Chicago but it, but it was just it Really, it was more the job it was just boring you know I was working for the Wall Street Journal and oh yeah and right.
3: I I needed action I understand. But Wait, there's no action at the Wall Street Journal? Uh, now when you're. Boring.
6: No, there's no action at all. You're a young reporter there, and you spend half your time writing about business, and you spend the other half writing feature stories, which they hold for a month, and then they run, and then you can do another feature story. <laughs> at 23, no.
1: I want to tell my favorite Mike Gelfand story. When he was writing for the Star Tribune, he was M. Howard Gelfand. The Tribune. Well, oh, yes, the right. there was no Star Tribune back tri- yeah, the, then. You're yeah. right. Yeah. There was, it was the Star or the Tribune, right. not both. And we were the right. Tribune. And you were the Tribune. <laughs> but I'm talking, I'm talking to Mike, and he's in you know, just not a great mood, but not, you know. It's too, kind
2: of a normal day. Just kind
1: of, kind of annoyed by something. I said, What's the matter? He goes, I got a complaint today. And I don't care about the complaint, but the complaint was filed against Mick Howard Gelfano. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell would name their kid mick McHoward- McHoward- howard that
6: was, <laughs> wow that was that was like one of the first stories i wrote yeah it was, for what was the, it for the paper and it, and it came up by mchoward Mc,
1: gelfand mchoward
6: gelfand oh no i'm sorry it was mchoward gelfano it was
1: good mchoward Yeah, i mean ethnicity. it sounds tough
6: i'm not gonna lie like mm-hmm. nobody's messing with that
1: guy mchoward Gelfano. well that yeah.
6: was that was in the days of the linotype machine. yeah where yeah. they would type out the stories on cold metal on hot metal Wow! And then then stick it in a tray. God,
1: it's amazing. So there
6: were a lot of weird typos in those days.
1: Yes, I do remember. There are a lot of weird typos now, like people not knowing how to spell. Well, Well, yes,
7: there is that. Which I don't get because can you even get a browser that isn't holding your hand constantly every time you type? Because every time I type anywhere, any website, it's always like you know, are you sure you meant to spell it this way? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you have no no excuse anymore. How can you even misspell words at,
2: at this point? But you, you mean the blue squiggly line yeah there's usually a hint
6: yeah there yeah. sure is but on deadline wait a minute i don't think there is a deadline anymore i am I,
1: sorry do they even have a deadline anymore Mike? well it's
6: it's what we would call a soft deadline you know so
1: yeah, sure.
6: so it's not it's not a hard deadline where if you don't get the story and that's it you're done they'll never run it
1: Mm -hmm. My favorite things about the old Tribune. My sister worked there, actually. I don't know what the hell she did. She was not a reporter, (laughs) but she worked at the the Tribune doing something. So that building, the old six hundred thousand on the roof, four twenty-five
6: Portland.
1: Yeah, yeah, four twenty-five Portland. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, John Prayer John used to be in front of that building every day. John, what a voice, though! Oh, phenomenal. Do you know about Prayer John?
6: No.
3: You guys ever heard him, Uh
1: -uh. Uh -uh. Andy? Prayer, Mike, you John. tell the, t- oh, John, the, the prayer, pray, not prayer, but prayer, John. Yeah, well, he had
6: that great, uh, yeah. that great deep voice, and yep. he would walk down the street orating, but it wasn't like he
1: was preaching at all. No, it was to the huh. world, though. A
6: lot of time it was about the weather. It was, yes. And he'd be saying things like, ah, and they said, the hottest ever never gotten. Minneapolis is 92. That's not true. In, 90, in 1994, you know, it needed to go on like that.
1: I heard him swear once. Did you ever hear oh, him he swear? Oh, he swore. Yeah, he did swear but a But
6: you, you never saw his letters.
1: Oh, no, I never saw the letters. You're oh, right. The letters will,
6: usually would put him back uh, under uh, under some kind of, I'll uh, say, some kind of restraint. Yeah. Oh dude oh, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he could be he, he because the letters oftentimes included death threats.
1: Oh. Oh yeah, you wouldn't want that. Yeah. Well, he, he sent
6: me a letter once, just once. And I'm not I I don't remember and I maybe I never knew exactly what it was about, but the thing I noticed immediately was that he was of course typing in those days.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. What always
6: right. what I always remembered was the hole in the peas. You know what I mean? She so would strike. Oh, the pea. so
1: hard that it would so, cut out. Right. Yeah, it would, it would absolutely. Cut out the circle. It would cut out the That's circle. That's when you
6: know a guy's really <laughs> angry. <laughs> yeah. That seems I to be am a sign. Pissed <laughs> off.
1: And the P has no um, Two quick things about prayer, John. Um, I used to be a bus boy at Donaldson's garden room when I was sixteen years old. Good job. And he would come in and he would order his food and they would deliver his food and he'd get out of the booth and kneel down beside the booth and -hmm. put his hands together and pray. And I will never forget that. Ah, And you would have to tell people, leave him alone. Don't go bother. Because people want to go, I'm going to tell him to say, no, 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 no. Just leave him alone. Mm -hmm. Last time I ever saw prayer, John, and I don't know what he was on about because he was coming this way and I was coming this way. And as he walked past me, he wasn't looking at me. He didn't even know I was there, as a matter of fact. And he said the following, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Washington apples, because he had a voice like this, kind of. Remember, his voice yes. was kind of like this. It
6: was compelling.
1: Washington apples are the best goddamn apples <laughs> in the world. Uh, that's it. and I just kept on walking.
6: <laughs> well, and, and he he covered a lot of well, territory. Wow, yeah. absolutely. Because I'd be down at the, I'd be working at the paper at four twenty-five. We were really missed out, Andy, not knowing yeah. who this guy is. And then, apparently, like, you know, I'd, an hour and a half later, I'd be home. You know, those days I was living in that apartment building across from the main beach of Cedar Lake.
1: Oh, and, yeah. And he'd
6: come walking by there.
1: Really? Yeah. I never knew. I never only saw him downtown. Yeah, no, he like covered I a saw. lot
6: of territory. So where did he live?
1: Yeah, was oh, this like I a homeless guy know. or what? <laughs> yeah. I, I
6: just,
3: and I don't know
1: his last name. I have a name. lot of questions. I know he's dead. his oh, last name's
6: way. John. His first name is Prayer. No, yeah, first name, Prayer. I think it, somebody, it might have been Klobuchar, but somebody did write in kind of a nice little obituary when he died, yeah because he, he was well known oh absolutely nobody I knew his name but he was well known
1: hmm. Dad, he know has no really. internet presence so yeah, now, now well, that long was, before the internet it was
6: pre-internet yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. long before the internet but it was just part of being down I used to love hmm. going down down Minneapolis we used to go down there but again since I lived on Plymouth Avenue as a little boy, even 10 years old, I used to walk downtown. It was only about a mile and a half, two miles at the most. I would walk downtown by myself, hang out downtown all day, and then walk back home and no one ever bothered
3: me. No. Nah. Not never. Not sure you'd be
1: doing that nowadays. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure even at my Sad. age now, I wouldn't want to do yeah. that. I lived in
7: Minneapolis as recently as, what, five years ago? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah I was walking downtown,
2: walking to... Yeah, you did. Me too. Yeah, I was month. at
3: 54th and Penn for... 12 years,
6: I think. Well,
2: there that's not know. exactly yeah. downtown. And I worked
6: downtown, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't think of it that way.
7: I was, uh, what's it called, North Loop? Yeah, North yeah, Loop. Yeah. yeah, you went to North what Loop. You
3: probably saw where with the shot, I think it was 170 rounds, went off. um oh, God. Like 70. 14th and Nicolette.
7: What, do they have a Gatling gun? It
3: was the craziest, well, the craziest that's, you thing. Know,
6: those are the drag well, was last,
3: That was last week. Oh, last funny. week, 114 shots. 170. 170 rounds. shots. Mm-hmm. Well, they hold those fourteenth and Nicolette.
6: They hold those drag meets. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Like yeah. one in the morning. This was just two groups firing at each other. But yeah, uh, and then it devolves, right? But exactly. then
3: the bullets are lodged in cars and apartments. We got a ton yeah. of um, video and pictures, and it's it's a war zone.
1: It's crazy. I don't.
6: I certainly That's don't terrible. have any qualms about walking anywhere downtown in the daytime.
3: Mm, this was at six over, in the morning, I
6: think.
1: Yeah, yeah. but over there but, you might because it, you get a. Like twelve, thirteen, fourteenth, and the owners. And I, you know, right, you know, Renee Sterneau, my friend, Renee. No, great psychologist, a brilliant man. His office is over there, so I go visit him once in a while. We sit there, and mm-hmm. you can't get in his building without some somebody hitting you up for money at least two, three times before you even get in the building. But. Yeah.
7: You want to know how the uh, hundred seventy shots was a gang activity? You know mm-hmm. what the result was? What? One injured. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so they yeah. don't know what they're How doing. How do Talk you about shoot a gang
7: 100? that can't shoot straight? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How do you shoot 170 times and only injure
6: one
3: person? And, and
6: no witnesses. And no
3: witnesses. <laughs> they had might. 100 rounds uh, fired near the 4th Precinct just a couple days ago, too. Oh,
1: my God. And
3: nobody was uh, injured it, in
1: that. And that, that's not still on Plymouth and, mm-hmm. and Thomas there, is it?
3: Uh, is that building closed now? Yeah, it's, it's the 4th Precinct that's been there forever.
1: Yeah, but I thought they closed it because uh, I know they went after him.
3: Yeah, that was after uh, Jamar Clark, but that's no,
1: they, right, that's that's right. Still, it's still there. Heavily fortified, but yeah. I better go answer this, otherwise it's never going to stop. So right. talk amongst yourself. I'll be back in about five seconds. Well, I
7: just had a good idea for a new tourist attraction for Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So have
1: you ever seen DuckTales? Scrooge McDuck?
7: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. the vault of gold it's a, coins. his favorite. Instead of gold coins, it's bullet casings. Children can swim in the bullet casings, you know. It's oh, yeah. 50, 60 feet deep.
3: Andy, this is very sad. It's a very <laughs> sad idea.
7: Yeah, well, reality is sad.
3: It is, especially That's why I moved out of
7: Minneapolis. And I, well, I loved
3: living in Minneapolis, but I yeah, couldn't glad do I don't, it these days. Glad I don't live there anymore, though, for yeah. sure. For
7: sure. We got out just in, just in time, I feel like. Oh, yeah, I got out, yeah, just before the massive crime spike.
6: Well, you know, in, in almost any city big city you're going to have a lot of crime and usually isolated to one zip code mm-hmm. so the, the idea is you stay away from that one zip code usually you're okay I mean I lived in Chicago and I go back to Chicago occasionally and of course there are people who for political reasons want to say that the whole thing is, is a war zone it's, it's like you know it's, it's a couple mile radius where yeah you're not going to go there in the day or the night but it was like that when I was living in Chicago in the
7: '70s, when I was a kid in the '90s, that's they called it murder Murderapolis.
6: Yeah, right,
3: but they yeah. turned thi- turn things. But around. they turned
7: things around. Yeah,
3: we are at historic crime levels in in right. Minneapolis. Well, right? we are right. at re- yeah. historic. in many places across but, the yeah, country. Yeah, all
7: across the country, yeah. we are. All across the world, honestly.
2: Yeah, I think what's different now is that it's a lot of it's downtown, and that was always sort of. That never happened of, before. You'd yeah, have odd people down there, right? Kind it of it didn't city tend to folks, happen, but it was not a lot of.
6: But downtowns right. aren't, you know, they're not really the kind of. They're not just what downtowns used to be anymore yeah. either.
3: People aren't working down there anymore, and that well, that's right. that a huge. That's true, difference. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Target didn't go back. Yeah, they gave their employees <laughs> that was huge the option to not be there anymore, and the vacuum's been filled. So
7: oh, yeah, I know a lot of people who they, their businesses. They have to go in because, like, there's some jobs that you just cannot do remote. Yeah.
2: Brain surgeon.
7: Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, it won't be long. <laughs> you know, just uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a couple you, decades you have an app away. on your phone? That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, no, my connection has gone.
2: Oh, wait a minute, wrong
7: app.
3: <laughs> this whole thing with people buying cars, though, on on phones, I'm interested in that. That's I, I've seen it advertised a couple times. I'm not really yeah, quite it's, there it's, yet. We're but not
2: quite there yet because it's in, it seems like it would be simple because you can buy anything yeah. on Amazon. But Amazon doesn't lease vehicles, they don't finance vehicles, mm-hmm. they don't take trade-ins, they don't have to figure out license and registration yep. in 50 states that goes down to the county level. Well, and
7: you can't a, figure out trade-in value without a visual inspection. But don't it's just you also want possible. to go
3: drive a car and
2: well, drive you know, a few
3: what, around, or people you know, don't care Wall,
2: anymore? Well, it's really progressive, um, and more dealers are, are kind of getting to this model. It's like, have a return policy, just like any other retailer. I, I don't didn't like test drive in. the last four or five cars I bought. Really, you know, I'm in the business and yeah, so I sure. knew what I wanted. But I'm like, just <laughs> polished up and let's go. Give me the keys. Yeah. I, I got to run, knowing that if I went, and ah, I don't fit. This sucks. I could just say, hey, I made a mistake. Let's do something else. Mm-hmm. And we sell. We sold forty-five thousand cars last year as a group, and I bet we took back less than a hundred. Wow. So. You know, as long as you look yeah. at the big picture as a yeah. retailer, and, and car dealers are notoriously bad at that. They're always trying to, you know, maxim. A lot of them try to maximize gross opportunities yeah. in every transaction. But if you just look at it as a numbers game. So we're getting close, but our sales director, is a good friend of mine, says, you know, Elon Musk has figured out how to start a rocket company and sell them to NASA, but he can't figure out how to do what we're what we're trying yeah. to do. Right. Yeah. And it's hard. It's It's a lot of work, but it's... The, the cool thing is we're working, our, our development team is all in Tel Aviv. Israel is what um, Silicon Valley was 20, 25 years ago. All the tech startup companies have software teams hmm. there. And it's fun to get to go over there and talk to them. Yep. They're way smarter than I am. But it's <laughs> like, I try to follow along. But we're getting there and eventually, within another year or so, if you wanted to, you would be able to buy a car at Walzer or, or a whole bunch of dealers We're hoping to sell this stuff to on a cell phone. Wow. I think what's really going to happen is that's probably a couple generations off. People will do a lot of the transaction online, but they'll still want to go in and say, yeah, "Yeah, I don't really, I'm not comfortable doing this whole thing digitally yet." It'll
3: take a while to. But it'll make yeah. the whole
2: process much more efficient. you will be able to get it in and out. You know, the, the the hurdle that we're running into is um, we can sell cars now faster than we can clean them up. Hmm. So. You used to have to wait for four or five hours oh. to go into the finance yeah. office. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it's you just have to wait for the detail people. and
1: nah. Anyway,
7: just give it to me dirty. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. When It'll end it up be- that way. I anyway. just like
3: hanging out in like you know the cafe, eating free pretzels or popcorn. Yeah. Experience.
7: Major selling point: to
1: balls and cars the popcorn. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> is there any any light at the end of the tunnel? Is this when's it going to get better?
2: I don't know. I I thought a year ago that it would be out of it by now. Yeah, I um, thought so too. One of the bills that looks like it's going to pass will fund chip manufacturing by fifty-two billion dollars. That's one of the things that's going through Congress this week.
7: Is it still the chips, or is it? It's
2: <laughs> chips is the is the biggest mm-hmm. part of it. It's so interesting because it, all this stuff really is because of Toyota's. Um, inventory model they invented yep. something called just-in-time just in time, inventory yeah. 20 years ago which is incredibly efficient it means that most like toyota like all manufacturers they don't make all the parts that go into a toyota camry they sub they make from for almost none of them different don't vendors they? well they make a fair amount and they design everything but they yeah. they they offload it um and they figured out if they could have the parts arrive at the assembly plant within a day or two before they needed them, they don't have to have storage costs. I mean, it's the the, the, the scale yeah. of savings is huge, and it's amazing that shutting down the world economy for two months totally effed up mm-hmm. the supply chain. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. the chain broke. That it's it's yeah. getting mm-hmm. better in places. Um, you know, some of the commodities prices have come down dramatically this year, but they're still higher than they were, and as consumers, we paid the price for that. Uh, business model for you know since spring of 2020.
3: What about just the recession news um, from from yesterday does that messaging just trickle down to consumers yeah, and they just stop coming we and... still
2: have more customers than cars I don't I, it's hard to say like um, a
3: month from now is that the case though
2: it could be we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll wait and see I mean I if we do go into a recession I, I, everybody seems to think it'll be relatively shallow it's not going to be like uh, the Great Recession of '09, or even mm-hmm. the spring of 2020, which was dramatic, but we knew. It's like, okay, you shut the economy down. Right. We're gonna go into a recession. This is, it's, it's just right, gonna yeah. happen. But the, that was a V-shape. I mean, as, as uh-huh. quick as it came down, it really bounced back. This seems, it feels more like a shallow thing. So it's a little harder to predict. Fortunately, I don't think it'll be as severe. It won't affect, if we had normal inventory levels, we would be scaling back, ordering right now. But, but since you, you don't. know we've got a year or two of unsold, unfilled, yeah. sold orders, we're going to go as fast as we can. Yeah,
6: okay.
1: I'm just looking at the Wall Street Journal since you guys were talking about this. That uh, place sucks to work for. I've heard. That's. I mean, it's USG. really boring. That's mm-hmm. what I heard. Yeah.
6: That's, it's, uh, it's just boring. Yeah. It's just all it is. It's uh, your
1: old, your old haunt.
6: No, it was. You know, it was a very prestigious job.
1: But, oh, the Wall Street Journal, yeah. absolutely. But
6: you know, I go there thinking I'm a journalist, and I spend half my time interviewing CEOs. And, oh, saying th- yeah. and saying things like, is there going to be a tax loss carry forward in the third quarter? <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> Where's your EBITDA? Like, and I don't <laughs> Nothing more interesting <laughs> than
1: KPIs. <laughs> uh, their headline today is recession fears loom as U.S. economy contracts again. GDP fell 0.9%. Annual rate, second straight drop means a common definition of a recession. But many people are saying we're not in a recession. So how do you tell if we are or not? Well, the classic a big definition
2: is two, the two quarters. consecutive quarters. Which did, happen. which did happen
1: yes but some people are saying there's not a recession well, well one
6: reason they, is they say that, is because unemployment is so low. that's
2: right usually inflation and recession mm. and unemployment are all climbed first it's but
1: backwards. the only reason it's not is because people are working two jobs there are still people who don't want to work
2: i haven't met many of those oh you have i know that's and and when you look at it unemployment rates are always questionable but we measure it with the same imperfect 31 inch yardstick no right? i understand so, that you yeah. know it's co- on a comparative level it it, it is somewhat valid uh, i i think you can make an argument that more that there's more people unemployed than 1.9 percent of the workforce there's but no question all oh, right it, it so many people happens.
1: have left the workforce. that's right that's exactly what so, i'm it's saying it's a lot of
2: boomers yeah. that said you know screw it i'm two years away from retiring
1: very I'm going to ride off
2: into the sunset. And I think
3: they've also said consumer spending went up last quarter. So which is, which is, unusual, is unusual, unusual in a recession.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, the, right. so it's
6: the, the thing about it is, is that it's just like I would, I would just compare it to um, handicapping a horse race.
1: What? Yeah. I've never heard you say that <laughs> before well, ever.
6: Well, I can compare everything to handicapping a horse <laughs> yes, race. Yes, you can. <laughs> Life is a horse race. <laughs> 25 years, you know, and I just can't, I yeah. can't get past it. But the, the thing is every every race is different every recession is different yeah, so you true. want to go back and you want to say well this is what happened in you know in 2000 and and so mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen today it doesn't right. work that way no well. it no.
0: doesn't podcasts
1: the paranormal 60 with dave schrader i'm here for shift real estate last year about this time when we were making plans for key west i met the folks from shift real estate and when i heard the shift story it made sense to me it made sense to my kids and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them shift real estate when you list with shift it's the common sense way to sell your home visit shift 2 sellcom that's shift the number two cell.com because life is expensive enough and we are back with stretches picks who's winning this thing the kitties the pack the bears or the purple none of the above those are all the teams in the division i know that well who's your pick Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So, why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news! Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, is designed for long-term success schedule a free consultation and find out more today simply go to their website continuumweightwellbeing.com or call them or text them at 952-491-6527 the continuum team nancy danette and kelly are looking forward to getting you healthier today we don't really see ourselves going into a deep recession here do we
2: well, I'm, I'm a used car salesman, so people always come to me for, you know, macroeconomic advice. That's true. That's just yeah. a given.
1: Well, your father was a professor at Harvard, so I thought maybe he was you're a, somewhat yeah, smart. in
2: education and counseling. And, kind in of the smart. In the Depression, so uh, no, was I was a I'm focusing on the fact nobody. that you're not that bright is what That's I That's right. right. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> if,
3: if he's not making the point clear, he's just yeah, trying to reiterate.
1: Yeah, like uh, saying over just, and over and over. <laughs> just to be more insulting. You're hurting
2: my feelings.
1: <laughs> How, was that a lot of pressure your dad being a professor at Harvard That's got to be some pressure yeah. no,
2: Although you know My, my father Elizabeth, My father passed away In the spring And we yeah, just had The God. memorial for oh, him I'm In North Carolina that. Yeah and 90, I, 80, right. Yeah yeah, oh, I had 90 great run. years and 45 crappy days at the end, so <laughs> yeah. I, no, wow, really, yeah. we no, it's don't sign that today. all over that, for real.
6: Well, there are um, no happy endings. But I
2: mentioned, I, I, Sarah and a good friend of mine who just lost his wife said, you know, if you're going to do remarks, do yourself a favor and actually write it out. Oh, normally yeah. Normally don't oh, do yeah. that because I, yep. I like speaking spontaneously, but it was helpful, and that was one of the things that I said. I said... You know it wasn't until later in life that i realized that most dads weren't ivy league athletes and getting to get PhDs from harvard and <laughs> yeah you just grow up think all that's normal right. that's, and you just just, that's just you know he's your dad you don't yeah. think True. about it and then it's when you become an adult that you go you know he really was a pretty ex- exceptional person
1: so Why didn't you pick up on any of it? What
2: happened? I'm sure it was a massive disappointment. I I actually inadvertently followed in his footsteps. Like all liberal arts students, I didn't declare a major until I was forced to, and then I just added up my Mm -hmm. credits and figured the easiest exit from McAllister, which was, (laughs) shit, I'm a psychology major, apparently. So uh, then I worked as a mental health counselor for a few years in the late 70s and early 80s, and that was about the time that... Government and insurance companies got together and figured out, well, let's cut way back on mental health benefits. Um, it worked of, out well, well didn't apparently it? Apparently, you can cure yeah. schizophrenia yeah. in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, wow. and it, you talk about the long tail. Right. Oh, well, I mean, your dad had a, you had a front row seat <laughs>
7: yeah, that. Yeah, sure did. And, you know, <laughs> was it real? Well, they didn't rocks, even have that antipsychotics really back no, then. No, they didn't. Shock not, not, not modern antipsychotics. Treatment. And no.
3: your dad
6: was doing that?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah
6: well my brother was depressed yep.
1: yeah but
6: he was diagnosed as being a schizophrenic which he right. never ever was yeah and then they right. gave him shock treatment Hailed. and then the rest of the life was not good not, yeah i asked
2: so my father to answer, about finish oh, ahead, answering please. your question so i said i need to go to grad school and just this is a dead-end thing the industry is going to change it's going to be horrible the only problem is I didn't have money my folks said we'll get you through your undergraduate deal right you pay room and board we'll cover your tuition after that you're on your own so
6: well you spend it all at McAllister
2: yeah spending it on weed and grateful dead tickets <laughs> way to go I think yeah I think it was about five grand a year <laughs> yeah, compared like to now it's yeah. unbelievable what, yeah. 40 grand well, a year yeah, or something something like you that? could buy a, ba- a nice house yeah. back then yeah, for right you know, 70,000 that's a little oh, yeah.
6: more than I uh, shelled out when my son went to McAllister
2: yeah, yeah I'm sure so I, I took a job selling cars just to raise money to go to grad school and that was almost 40 years ago I never got out.
6: Yeah. Oh. God,
1: can you that's where it I came believe from. I believe they have now hit, and I can I can't remember it's a very private school but it's 80 grand a year now.
7: What McAllister? McAllister? No,
1: no, not McAllister, but there's one oh. out on the East Coast. Oh. 80 grand a year. Yeah, I think um, Max. Woo. and that's not medical school. Let's see. Oh, highest tuition.
2: They price college tuition at private school like a used car lot. Well, how much were you expecting to pay? Mr. <laughs> yeah, Brown? right. Well, let's see. Right. We move some numbers around. How's forty-eight five sound? Yeah. It's well, so there's like
7: always like out terrible. of state versus in state, that sort of thing.
6: And, and Harvard might be like that, but nobody pays that no. tuition. No, they don't.
2: So just the rich Chinese kid, which yeah. is about half of the McAllister student. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: <that's> pretty <laughs> well it is. Yeah. yeah Harvard, you know, or,
6: or maybe the you know like people like the Kushner family. You know. Yeah. Where where, where the kid can't even read or write. Jerry could read enough, or write. But they write a big enough check, and yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, that's Did higher they, ed.
2: If you fund the natatorium, you can get a, a free degree, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pretty much always been that one. Yeah. I
6: went to,
3: like, a broadcasting tech school, but that was 25000 the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. And then I got my four-year degree when I was living in Wichita, Wichita State. But I had student loans that I paid off by the time I was 25. My folks were like, sorry, we'll help you a little bit, but you're on your own you to do this.
2: What did, what did you think of Wichita? The reason I ask, the Balsers bought the luxury auto campus down there in 2016, and they spent a little time there during the transition. What was your impression of
3: uh, you know, I like the well, I like the weather up until the, you know, seventy tornadoes would happen just yep. <laughs> just like on a Thursday. Yeah. In in one day. Um, I like the people down there. You know, that was it that seemed, was nice.
2: I mean there's a there's a lot, there's, there's a lot a big of news split. there's a lot of Big money in Wichita. Yeah, and oh, then really? there's everybody else. Yeah, the Koch yeah. brothers are. Well, oh, yeah, it's, oh, it's right. a big industry uh, town. Yeah, the aerospace and, yeah. And, yeah.
6: and Coleman Corporation yeah. and all. The, yeah, they had a lot of. And it's I was about there for three
2: years. The size of the Twin Cities, right? It's, yeah,
3: and we we had the BTK killer happening. Oh, when, that's right. oh, online When I was. When I was there it was a lot of very stri- it kinda of reminded me of Florida a bit in the just the news cycle, like very bizarre, crazy mm. Oh yeah. Florida can crazy get some stuff. Yeah yeah. I,
6: yeah. I, I found but, it be when I was in Wichita, I just there for a week, but I, I uh, but <laughs> for the Wall Street like, Journal? but it seemed longer. Um,
1: <laughs> that nice, huh? <laughs> and you loved it well, that much.
6: The one thing I learned about Wichita more than anything else was when you're in Wichita and you go into a restaurant, never order a salad. Why would you? Because you got a target on your back. If you really? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Get some of that beef, son you a veg some beef. ordered vegetables. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a
2: chicken salad. <laughs> Paul Walzer <laughs> said, hey, next time you're down there, listen to all the morning drive shows and see if there's anything like uh, that you could do like you do with Tom. And hmm. so I listened for about. Oh. Not so you good. Did,
0: did in the morning.
2: That's right, <laughs> folks. We've got to back zero. up. And, there's no traffic jams there in Wichita. There's yeah. big, and, and, but expect a four-minute delay.
1: You know I'm doing that tomorrow morning. You should, the Are entire you? morning. Okay. Well, you you, you start really start need tomorrow. to go
3: out with a bang here. We're four months. we yeah. got to think of some really, you that know. That would be fun. Trick. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, <laughs> Doug Sprint. Well, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop on down, <laughs> I
2: wish I could do that Brockmeyer voice. That oh, Brockmeyer
1: was, the, he nailed it. I wonder if the in first
7: Hanka's person area. to talk like that on the air, that was their real voice, and then everyone else copied just, him? Yeah, that's or a good Or did someone point. just like make that up one day? Like, and why everyone would they was think like, that That's a good mm-hmm, idea. Yeah. Would, yeah. I yeah. know
6: people who were disc jockeys like in the, in the 60s. Uh huh. And then, of course, you know, like all, like all disc jockeys, they left at some point and gotten a real job. Yeah. And, uh, but to, to this day, they're still puking.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, so, well, well, they I get so used na- to it? Yeah. I started in 1970, so I just escaped that. So that you was did, good. Just yeah. barely. I just barely escaped you the puke.
2: The early Stoner era?
1: Yeah, that was, was like the Man Jack wasn't Nine fifteen. What? If you're yeah. in oh, time? Man, cat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that era. <laughs> I still I got to find that because he cut a promo for me one time. Because Jim Chanel RPD at KSTP AM back in the day fifteen hundred. He said you should use the name Cat Man. You, you sound like a cat, man. You sound no. like a tiger and all of those. So I said, okay. All right, then so I you went So you were like, hey, that's cool. And then <laughs> yeah. you went after <laughs> that me. That sounds like a good wrecked. idea. He did. Newspaper went after me. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, fake Wolfman Jack. It I was a, hear. It
6: was just a parenthetical observation. It
1: was because of you <laughs> that I met Wolfman Jack. He came into the studio. Yeah he was in town for some reason. I don't know why. But he I don't walked remember either, but I Maybe that's where it. your
3: first complaint you came
1: from. Cover. It was Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was me. I was your he first O'd. complaint. You yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he comes walking in. He goes, and I, and I actually put him on the air, and he did it again. Thank God. He walks in. He goes, Catman. How you doing, Catman? You're stealing my act. But that's all right. <laughs> that was because of you. <laughs> that was me. That was you that did that to me. Was the
7: nickname of the guy who told you to be
3: Catman?
1: Uh, Jim Chanel, his nickname? Oh, Captain Whammo. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems like I would definitely take advice from this guy. <laughs> Wham-
1: yeah. way, totally legit. He it's was Captain Whammo in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He went to yeah. Chicago from here, and he was Captain Whammo. Oh my god. Oh god. Did he go up <laughs> against
6: Dick Biondi? No.
1: Nah, yeah, it would have been about the era. Dick Biondi was huge. He back was then. massive. Yeah. He was a huge man. Well, he was from. Where the hell was he from again? Some South, South Carolina or something.
6: Well, he he uh, he might have been because one be day, honest. one day he just picked you, you up and left. You can't even find any of these people on Google. Oh, actually, was that? <laughs> that? He just one day he just picked up and left. He Chicago. just left. Yeah, and he yep. wound up at he Hilton
1: Head because he was in South Carolina, right? That's right. exactly. He was from uh, what the hell's the name of the? Well, he was born in Endicott, New York,
7: apparently. Oh, he's in Endicott whatever New York, that, that is?
3: Oh, he's a fine-looking fellow. And then well, he, he was in
7: 1967. Those actually might
3: be his glasses here in the table. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, those yes, Dick Those are Dick yeah. Beyondy's glasses and, right and there. And right. he had a what second museum. Career.
7: He's 89 at
3: the Captain moment. Captain <laughs> You are Captain <laughs> Wampo. the top amazing. of the
1: hour, it's 12 minutes. They're having fun, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, what were you saying?
6: You no, know, he, 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 one day he just left Chicago. He'd seen enough. He'd yeah. made enough money. And he, apparently, he just kind of wandered for a year or two. Mm-hmm. wound up in hilton head
8: one Ooh, day he Smyrna got bored
6: Beach. walked into the radio so kind of like the story of our of our own program director mm-hmm. one day he gets bored he walks into the local the local radio station and you know then he starts doing the uh, the high school football games right yeah right and then he becomes a sensation in hilton head and no one there even knew that he was once a big shot in I, chicago
1: nobody ever knew that wow kind of
6: that's interesting. Yeah, he Chicago was on, uh,
7: before the internet. WNMB, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach, for that's a where was.
1: Myrtle Beach, right? Yep. yep. he was in and Myrtle. Now they
2: Be- to as the Dirty Myrtle.
1: <laughs> what's wrong with the dirt? What's wrong with Myrtle Beach? It's it's a little filthy Oh, yeah. is it? it yeah. Is it really? It is. I didn't know. Like
3: Spring Breaker, kind of. Yeah.
7: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. God, you just made me think. I haven't thought about that in years. But Chicago at one time was the no. Home of all great radio announcers. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Larry Lujak. Larry I mean, Lujak my God. was still
6: there in the 70s when I was
1: there. Oh, absolutely was. Yeah. No question. He's gone now, unfortunately. But, I mean, you talk about great. Fred Winston. God, I loved Winston. He had unbelievable. a whole different business. I'm telling down you, there.
6: the media in Chicago. Phenomenal. This is good as. it. it
1: You're it, absolutely newspapers, I, television, and radio. And you had you had Ralph Harry Lee.
6: Carey, yeah, doing the White Sox games, yeah. and before that the Cubs, and before that the Cardinals.
1: Every time you mentioned his name, I think of him going, Barnard, control your monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> when I, okay, Harry.
6: <laughs> when I covered baseball, I I you know I see Harry fairly often. We'd talk. Oh sure, you know. yeah. And of course he you know. He he never knew my name. Never wasn't very interested in knowing. He say, "How you doing,
1: kid?" You A know. Kid, you were kid. Of course, kid. he
6: was usually uh, several uh, sheets to the wind.
1: What the hell did you say to him? You went after his drinking, I remember. And then he, <laughs> and what the hell did you I say to him that time? He would, did not like it.
6: I don't know. I have said so many hostile things. Well, so many people. <laughs>
3: <That's> <laughs> I really, true. just don't know.
1: I don't know what I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you made some comment about some uh, booze or something. God,
6: I, I can't remember, but. I, I don't do really remember me. what I said to Frank Robinson. What? Well, Frank Robinson was uh, when I covered baseball. He was he was managing. What's, it, what's who was who was the manager of? Uh, <clears throat> turning to Andy. Turning to Andy, you? Mr. What Research team over Frank there. Was Frank Robinson managing in 1976, 77, maybe? God, was. Would, it? Was it, him, was it Cleveland?
7: Let's see here. Frank Robinson, 1976
6: probably 77
7: but uh was,
2: cleveland indians it was you know, cleveland, the there cleveland baseball team
1: Andy. so i
6: i'm, I'm <laughs> the, the cleveland, yeah, generics. cleveland generics so before the game uh i'm uh, i'm walking past the uh, the cleveland dugout and frank robinson's there frank robinson of course a tremendous athlete tremendous baseball player mm-hmm. i assume he's in the hall of fame i would think so and uh yeah. and so i uh, i went up to him i said hey uh frank uh, I introduced myself. I said, I wonder if I could just, you know, uh, uh, chat with you a minute, ask you a few questions. And he kind of sits back and and sort of, you know, he he sort of enlarges himself, you know, the way animals do when they're ready for a fight. (laughs) And he says, I give all my good stuff to sit
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And and I said,
6: and this is me. This is me. I'm, you know, like 26. And I said, uh, oh, yeah. I said, if if that's the good stuff, just give me the shit.
1: I've seen, I love it. <laughs> I just absolutely love that. Uh, did you see the latest? Uh, Are we going
2: to do the second segment? Because this is the longest car selling segment. <laughs> no, we just ever. go right
1: through. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's right new rules. It. It's, it's we don't new. stop because Everything Andy it's... puts in the, the commercials later. Ah, This uh, train has it. no brakes. Charles wants it, so we said, <laughs> For an okay, hour and chance. A half. Um, I don't know who it was because I didn't bother to look because it made me sick. There was an offer made to a uh, Major League Baseball player this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about this? I did not. What what would it involve? $7 billion. Ah, you're close. close, (laughs) He turned down a 10-year contract for $440 million. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was Soto. Was it Soto? Yeah. He
3: turned it down, Mike. Soto, yeah. Wow. It just See, sounds made up.
7: If any team wants me for four hundred forty million, mm-hmm. they got you. I will sign in um in an
1: instant. <laughs> yeah. I'll take three months at twenty two million. Well, oh, yeah, what, <laughs> what a bargain! Just give me five million dollars. <laughs> baseball, though? Sean. I'll play yeah. the season.
6: Andy. I don't care if he's yeah. playing for the you know the the, the Newark Jets for that that's, kind of money. you just saying Why
1: did he turn it? You, do you know why he turned it down? Well, is he retiring?
6: No, no, he's a young guy. Oh, and very well, I
7: mean, still, no, after I, that, I that amount of money, I'd be retiring. Well, oh, I'm a assuming
6: age. he just thought he could do better. I know, which is like, I don't know. It's a lot of hubris. When when you're that good and that young, you have no context.
1: Well, yeah. No, you don't. But no. I have a context that, got to be honest with you, $440 million, Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. Mm. You don't need any context. I don't context care how old I am. I don't need any context. He's only 23
6: at
2: all. years old. Wow.
6: Well, yeah. No, I mean he's What they, are we doing with wrong with our lives? They figure he's the next uh, I don't know, the next Mike Kirby Trout, Puckett. The next Bombo Rivera paperist Barry Bonds. Probably probably well, Aaron Judge bucks. would be the comparison <laughs> in that
1: case. Juan Soto, the Nationals Juan Soto on contract negotiations mm-hmm. turned down four hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah. Just, he would have been the highest play,
7: paid player in the majors. Well <laughs> no yeah of all time. Yeah, but, he would have. Been.
6: but he wouldn't be for long. Well now they're, now they I think yeah, they're going to trade right. him. That is amazing though. Yeah. But hey, look at the look at the franchises. You cannot lose money. No. Owning a baseball No, game. you, can. you, you can, really can. You can right. try to fail, but you will never succeed. You're right. It's just too much money. <laughs> well, I mean, about. so the Nationals yeah, good point. offered him
7: 440 million. They're 3062. So they're not doing well. No, they're not. No. And well, yet apparently they have four hundred forty million dollars
1: to give to some twenty yeah. three year old But well, as Mike said, there's so much money coming in. Yeah. Now. And by the way, baseball's nowhere near as big as it used to be. No. God no.
3: No and do you
6: guys watch baseball games?
3: Do you watch? I mean I twins I do. Yeah.
7: yeah. Never watch sports.
6: I watch baseball games, but then I you know, baseball and I go way yeah. back. Yeah, but but yeah. I will say this the, the games are incredibly boring.
1: They are much. Oh, it hurt. More,
6: more. Yeah, yeah. They're three hours, forty-five That's minutes. A long time. Yeah. And what you get, like, the Twins have this guy, Luis Arrias, and everybody loves Luis Arias. They do, yeah. He's 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 leading the American League in hitting, although he can't hit left-handers, so they have to platoon him. Yeah, most true. fans don't even know that. That, but but everybody loves him. But here's the thing about Luis Arrias. So, first pitch, he swings at. And he and he misses, and he's thinking he should have hit it. Okay, so what he does is then he he leans over, and he staggers past home plate. Then he does a three hundred and sixty dollar walk around home plate. Directors, <laughs> <laughs> what does he do then? Does he just get in there and say, "Okay, oh, I'm God. ready"? No, no, he, no, no. Then he has to pause. He has to loosen and then retighten oh, his batting Lord. gloves. Yeah and i just no and i'm just thinking no, somebody just hit him in the ribs right. okay <laughs> you know that's all i have. negative but next year next baseball has figured this out they are always a little late to the party next year supposedly oh new you, rules you probably. won't be able to do that next yeah. Year. yeah so yeah. next year he'll be halfway around home plate and the umpire will be saying strike three Good, and he only yeah. have to do that
1: once. Yeah, that's true. And all of a sudden, Absolutely. he won't
6: need to take those walks. But it's but it's just it's that sort of thing that's killing baseball, I think. No, yeah. totally. Because I love the game, but I there's it can be two and a half hours. It wouldn't ever have to be more than two and a half hours. My son yeah.
3: just finished his season. We uh, did a traveling team this year. He tried out for you know because this is what you do. Third and fourth graders, you play baseball every day for six days a week when you're nine. Right. Awesome. Right. Right. Um, but super fun. They just, they finished uh, third place in state this, this last weekend. Ooh. But I just cannot believe how good these kids are, even at an early age. Oh, but I yeah. guess that's what's happening oh, when yeah. they're, you know, practicing every day for, mm-hmm. you know, they were just running the bases the wrong way, I felt like, last year, yeah. you know. And now they've really it really clicks, and they, they figure it out. So well, you know, fun.
6: and think about it, what it's like to be a baseball parent in Florida where they play 180 oh. games oh, a yeah, year yeah. 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 at the
3: age of 10. Yeah, yeah, you're
6: right. Uh, that That's too much.
3: I can't believe some of these parents, though, they're completely insane. Or some of the coaches. And, again, this is third or fourth grade boys' baseball. I
7: My guess. sister was in dance from the time she was, God, what, six years old or yeah, something like seven, that? Year. And, yes, the dance parents at that age, still insane.
3: I'm like, are we somebody getting in a fight after this? I don't understand how this is actually a big yeah. deal. Well, and... it's
7: it's all projection. It's all living vicariously through oh, their kid. God, yes. They couldn't yeah. be yeah. A, a baseball player, so now if their kid has to. And if the kid has to, that means they failed again. And well, that's I'm, like, cheering happen. for the
3: other team because I feel bad if the you know the Bears were winning by too much and I start cheering for the other team. I'm just like, this is
6: exciting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: Can't we just have yeah. every game <laughs> like be the, a tie everybody, game? Everybody wins. Yeah, exactly. The score is fun to fun. They tried mm-hmm. that a couple
6: years ago with mm. – <laughs> yeah. No, fun to fun. <laughs> when I, when I coached baseball, the, the people who hated me the most, which, you know, I have to qualify. Other than me. Well, I'm just saying. It seems it's like a there's hairy, a long hairy, list. Yeah.
3: They've only been here for a
6: while. Well, <laughs> uh, look, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Well, Tom and I both, one of the great things we have in common is that we're, we're somewhat polarizing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just somewhat. a little, Some, yes. yeah. Yeah, but but it was the opposing parents. The <laughs> Opposing parents were the ones who you know who would yep. say horrible things to me. Oh yeah, because our teams were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: that's the thing. If you you know we were on a good team. My son certainly not one of the good players, but it's fun to be on a winning team. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> well, I can say that we only got about a minute left here, so I'll get through this quickly, and you guys can close it. Dougie, you'll be closing out the show today.
3: Cool, Dougie. I'm what's ready. going on with your glasses, by the way? They're just very colorful. They're very oh, shiny. Yeah. yeah. Very shiny. Thank
7: you. Yeah. It's it's very very
2: nice. kaleidoscopic. So, i terrible with glasses, so I buy cheap ones from Zenni. Yeah. Because yeah. No. they uh, break them all the time. Yeah. But they have some pretty cool stuff. They snap right here, I
1: noticed. Yeah. Mine do, anyway. <laughs> but eighth grade, St. Anne's, North Minneapolis, we win the uh, Catholic School Championship. Mm. Right? And I was the backup center. Jim Brown, six, we're in eighth grade now yeah Jim Brown was six foot two weighed about two hundred and twenty pounds. This is an eighth grade kid, right? so I'm his backup. Yikes. My whole job was literally to go and hang on the other center and make him tired as hell because <laughs> I was so big that I would just literally lean on him and they'd get tired and they couldn't play against Jim. you know so at the end of the year we win the title. All the parents are there, the monsignor's there, the priests are all there, the nuns are all there, and the head coach is going down. Uh, Jim Brown, one of the best centers I've ever seen. You're amazing. Uh, Guy Laurent, God, Guy, you carried the team. Fantastic. Bob Tyson, what a great, uh, great guard you were. Bernard? Jesus Christ. <laughs> is said, a Catholic school in front of a Monsignor wow. he goes, Bernard, Jesus Christ. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, coach. Well, in the
6: context, that was a compliment. It was, yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is a good point. a good
1: point. Some people yeah. took it as exasperation. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, know like me. <laughs> All right, Dougie, close her out, brother.
2: Thank you very much for joining us for a world's longest episode of Walter <laughs> Automotive Group's car selling secrets. We'll be back here next Thursday. How was that? That
7: was really good. Why why didn't you do it in the radio voice?
2: Damn it. Let's do an overtake. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) very much for joining us for Walter Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. We'll be back next Thursday. Live
7: from Wichita. I'll insert the toilet (laughs) flush sound effect in post. Oh, God. No,
8: he's...